Alrighty folks, we're about to kick off into round 10 and what's different about round 10? Well, we have teams announced already. So we already know if we're screwed or we're not on the home front. Um, teams are out or as Geelong like to call them, guides. The guides are out. So we all know that um, Geelong will change their teams 15 times before the start of the game. But most of the other clubs, oh, apart from the Eagles who are um, supporting drug dealers and druggies and not supporting their supporters by being honest with their team selection. So, yes, all happening at Geelong and the Eagles. You know, supporters of those teams can't be happy with what their clubs are producing, treating them as fools. But then again, I suppose you look at who the supporters are and you probably think, yeah, well, that's probably about right. So teams are back. So what does that mean for our league? Commissioner Stars has flexed his muscles as the leader of the gang and has enforced a rule that um, there is no more FA pickups after Friday night lockout. So, but that's not happening this week because apparently some people need time to adjust to new rules. They're not flexible or agile and they can't move with the time. So Commissioner Stars has come down with an iron fist but wrapped it up in a velvet glove and given everybody a week to adjust to the new rule which is not a new rule because it's already in the rules, but there you go. You know what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, it looks like some people are having a hard time adjusting and are sucking about their picks have been made at uh, certain certain rules in mind and um, now the game's changed and they, they need a bit of time to recover. Um, and I think Legless is in the camp of, well, suck it up, buttercup, that's in the rules. Which side do you fall in on? We might have a poll. Put a poll in the field, I reckon and find out what we all think. So there you have it, folks. We've got teams. We've got everything back the way it was, back in the good old days, pre-COVID, everything done on the Thursday night, and it's about to be dropped for your pleasure. It's brought to you by Pony Fish Islanders because he's got his nose so far up your business, it's hard to know where he ends and you begin. Here comes Pony Fish Islanders with all the trade news. Alrighty, folks, and here we are. We've got all the teams out already. Uh, sorry, team guides, if you're a, a Geelong follower. Um, so we now actually know who's playing and who's not, rather than just guessing when we do this sort of nonsense. And uh, Pony, it should make our job a little bit easier. Should do, mate. And there's been plenty of movement. There has been a lot of movement after ranting last week that actually nothing happened very much. Um, the league has taken this into consideration and been very active in the RFA's free agents and knocked me down with the feather. We even have a trade. <laughs> we do, we do. So without further ado, uh, let's jump in and see who Stars picked up with RFA. Was he RFA1? He was. Yep. yep. RFA1, he picked up Nick Blakey. Yeah, interesting what pick up. Of that? Um... Yeah, worth the nibble, I guess. There's not huge amounts of either mids or forwards on the list, so at least he's covering two positions. Um, didn't really... I mean, Howard's handy enough, but he's disposable. Is he an asshole? Like, disposable we know? Yeah, oh, he could be. Yeah, he played at Port, so probably, yep, rubbed yeah, off fair, Yeah, probably fair, fair chance. Yep, good point. Okay, uh, there up. you go. Um, yourself picked up Harry Cunningham. 
Uh, yeah, so just wanted to grab him. He's been in some okay form the last two, three weeks. Um, How many teams do you reckon he's been in this year? Uh, I think two or three. He's certainly been yeah. through <laughs> probably another four or five if you add in the last few seasons as well. Yep. He, uh, he, get, he gets around. He gets but around, yeah. yep. Been in some okay form. Um, Campbell, you know, sounds like he's not back until probably after the bias. So I think he's getting a little bit bigger role than what he was maybe in the first few rounds. So, um, yeah, going to take a shot on him and obviously just dropping the Verde, who um, had a really unlucky game the other day, constantly getting injured. Mm, not good. So Merkers does spend an RFA pick on someone who's not playing. Yeah, yeah, he's obviously reading the uh, around the state leagues articles and seeing Dunstan just picking up possessions. Up. But I mean, who who isn't picking possessions in the VFL if you look at that article? Everyone's like, getting fucking pretty much. Pretty sure you and I could go and get a kick. Oh, absolutely! And yeah, he's dropped R- Rory Atkins there, who um, surprise, surprise was named. So probably bad move in the end. Yes, but anyway. Um, he's got till tomorrow night with stars flexing his muscles um, to fix that up. Yep. Um, so next up is myself. Um, Alex Keith gets the chop after a 39 and being on the downward trend for a little bit. And um, Lockie Henderson comes back in. Yeah, handy pick up. Um, Henderson, I was almost going to list an RFA on just in case. Stars are one of the guys ahead of me. Um, bid on Cunningham first, uh, but in the end didn't bother. Um, so yeah, I think good pick up. Henderson's just kind of yo-yos on and off your list. I've been noticing so far this season. Yeah, well, depending bit of a on bit of a soft spot for him. He is a premiership player at AJS Hawker. Um, so yeah, when when the need arises, he's he's the one I go to. Yep, I think that's a good pick up. Uh, so Sam Taylor. Dropped by Legless. He's seduced by his two good scores in a row. He's picked up Wicks, who had his good score last week. Yeah. Oh, personally, I don't, I don't know about you, but, yeah, I, I like the pick-up. Um, I, I had a, a bid on Wicks. So was kind of looking through people's teams and what they would bid on and felt like Legless was quite forward-heavy. So, to be honest, I was quite surprised it was him that got him. But, yeah. Um, I think mm. I think he'll go all right. I think with Goulden out once again, that probably helps him in the short term. Goulden out. Anyway, next one, Connor Blakely, who's been in and out of more things than something that's been in and out of a lot of things. Oh, come on, let's be honest. He's only been in and out of Manning's team constantly because he's a free player. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. The average of 36. I'm not sure anyone would actually want him. No, no. I think he must have bought the hype on uh, CBA attendance from the week before. Um, and then he's probably gone a little early on Ellis Yeoman. A little bit. Seeing he's not named this week. And has he, has he actually even played a game since he went up there? Played his... Yeah, yeah. He was in quite a bit last season, I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, and then he played his first VFL game for the season after pre-season injury um, on the weekend and 
got 32 possessions and five or six tackles, so looked promising. But I would be thinking they're going to probably wait until the buys to maybe blood him at AFL level. Yeah. All right, so next up is myself with picking up Hewitt and Dixon and getting rid of Kangaroos players out of my team. So that's, yeah, never never again Kangaroos players, apart from the two good ones that I've already got. Um, never again Kangaroos players, never again. Is Hewitt going to play mid or defence? Uh, I think he'll be in the midfield to start with. Yeah, right. I don't know if you've seen my team, but... Um, Tucking my best player like from last week is being managed this week. Who's that? McInerney. Yeah, right. So he's being managed. So I've got a love. I've got lovely shades of red and pink all over my bench at the moment. You know what? Uh, what that means? Um, prominent role for Chad Warner. Well, whoopty doody. Don't really care so much about that. I'm just waiting for after the buys when all my boys come back. I have Day, Rao, Campbell, Goulden, and Lysette, and oh, I'm not sure about how long's Green out for. I can't even remember. Uh, four this. weeks, so yeah. After four weeks. The buy. So after the buy, my entire bench will be available to play. Just got to hope you don't get any injuries in the meantime to currently awesome. healthy players. Well, that would be nice. But yeah, pure. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot. The mids are scarce on the free agents list, so there is no one there, and yep, about as good uh, as you can probably get. Yep, and, and um, Charlie yeah, Dixon's Dixon playing against, Collingwood, um, so yeah. yep, against Pye yep. is probably not a bad pickup. You think he'd get three or four, and he's copped get... a bit of heat this week in the press, so hopefully he comes out, kicks nine, and um, yeah, shuts everyone up. And then you've uh, also made another move of uh, Guelphie in and Skripkowski out. Out, yep. I'm never picking another Docker again either. But he, I picked, dropped him because he was playing and Gibbons wasn't. Gibbons turns out to be the emergency or whatever. what do you call them ones? Medical subs. Comes on in the first quarter and outscores Switzky anyway. So I might as well just have kept him. What do you think of Guelphie's hair? Um... I'm not a big fan. Um, coach will be having a word with him. Yeah, if, if I if I could have hair, that wouldn't be my hair. No. So, but you know, at this particular point in time, beggars cannot be choosers. No. So that's the end of the RFAs, and we move on to the free agents. And stinking Lincoln McCarthy makes his way into the forward line for Stars, and Jack Rewalt disappears. Yeah. So I mean, I was a bit surprised last week that Rewalt was still in his team when I uh, filled in for Stars uh, with Legless in the Itchy and Scratchy. But, um, yeah, a nice little pick up there, but I think you'll find he's been delisted already. Oh, okay, well, as we move through the things, so I know that the next man has, now that he's got a little purple dot next to him, is not in anyone's team anymore. So the Gypsies picked up Caddy, and now with a purple one, um, he's... No longer there. Yep. So, yeah, we can skip that one. And, yeah, drop drop Burns to do that. And um, just going, you guys, how many times do we have to tell you you hit the free agent button, not the delist button? So, obviously, Manic and Team Awesome have forgotten that. So they, And they've gone to drop players without actually picking anyone up. But Damon Who did that? Manic. Manic Where's dropped he done, Damon, where's he he done dropped that? that? He dropped Damon Greaves and then had to go in and go and pick someone up. He hasn't dropped them to the free eight. He hasn't used the free agent button. He just dumped them. 
Yeah, right. So if you see them listed, oh, well, I presume you can see them the same way I can with one one listed with nothing next to it. Nah, or well, I can see what he picked up. Yeah, he but it's not on the same line. Yeah, okay, no, I'm just on so, the app, so just yeah, list them. So, okay, so the way that he did it wasn't yes. part of the same deal. No, he had, they've been done separately, so they're, yeah, and I must admit, I nearly did that with someone I wanted to keep the other day because I, I just wanted to check some players on the app and nearly hit the wrong button and got rid of someone I wanted to. you got to be careful, especially if you're on a bus or a train that moves. You don't want to be hitting the wrong button as your finger hits the button on the screen. What a fuckwit. So, Damon um, Greaves, who's a fuckwit now? Oh, just anyone that's using the oh, wrong that... button to delist yep. someone rather than free agent pickups. Hmm. So that'll be Manic. So he delisted Greaves and then went in and picked up Cox. Uh, very nice pickup, I think. Um, yeah, I was kind of quite surprised that Team Orson dropped him last week to make sure that he fielded a full team. Um, and yeah, kind of surprised no one got him in an RFA, but um, from my side of things, I don't know about you, like, I don't know, I didn't really want to hold a, another young player. Well, I'm holding so, lots already, so there's only so many you can hold. Yeah, so that's why I just let him go. But yeah, yep. interesting. So then, Orson, Orson? Orson? Team Orson dropped Ethan Hughes. And then realised that when you do that, you actually pick someone up. So he went in and grabbed Nathan Broad. He did. And uh, I think you'll find Nathan Broad's been dropped since. All right. So moving straight along. Uh, Flying Ryan has been picked up by Slippery Gypsies with his Eagles love showing through here. He's, he's, going, he's heading home to Slippery Gypsies again. Um, yeah, I think Himmelberg had a pretty average game last week. And yeah, Ryan back home. Alright, and the Eagles home this week? Uh, Eagles are away. No, playing GWS away. So maybe, maybe could have kept 15 for Himmelberg. No wonder he got dropped. Um, was that an injury affected 15? No, he's picked this week, so he couldn't have had too big injury or anything. Uh, he just, just Hogs. Hogs was just dominating the forward 50, so Himmelberg couldn't get the ball. Hogan the Bogan. Alright, Jack Gunston's aborted attempt at a season is finished and you picked up Will Hoskin Elliott. Yeah, Gunston, uh, I don't know, there's obviously something clearly not right with his back. Um, so yeah, it was time to drop him and needed some cover for a forward. Mm. And so yeah, probably not too bad. Um, yeah, I think he's, he might have missed his one good one for the next three or four weeks, but he's in the meantime he's sort of around the mark, so and like I said, there's not much else there, so you've got to take what you can get, really. I think you'll find he's been dropped since. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, moving along, the Rackens has been... Delist- who was he delisted by earlier on? Uh, Ozzy Merker. Ozzy uh, Merker, yep. And he's been picked up now by Manic. Yep. Dropped Farrah, which was probably yeah. shrewd, shrewd. He must have must read do. the tea leaves that Farrah yep. was going to get dropped. So he's gone, and yeah, well, like I said, midfielder, he has scored all right in the past, and depending if he gets a role that helps him, yeah, could score okay. Well, the rumour is that he was made, you're going to play a bit of halfback. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he plays. 
So, yes, next up then, Zach Smith making his long-awaited return, and Stars have just gone bang and taken him up straight away and getting rid of Stinkin' Lincoln. He did, yep. So, yep, interesting little pick-up there. I think How many Ruckman has Stars got now? He'd have to be... He'd start um, being... He'd almost be in Merkur and Viper territory, wouldn't he? I feel like he's only got three. Has I think he? he's. I think he's got English, still keeps having concussion... Um, Nick Nat and then Smith would be number three. Okay, only three. I thought he had an extra one stashed. Okay. All right, fair enough. Yep. So, yeah, fair enough. You had a bit more depth and stopping someone else from getting him. Yep. Dave, now, someone explain this to me. Dave used the RFA on Stinkin' Lincoln. I'm not sure why. You want to help me out with that? After he got dropped from... Stars. I'm guessing he thought that someone might go after him. I mean, um, to be honest with you, <laughs> I, I forgot about 10 a.m. this morning to go in because I was going to try and have a crack at him. But So I yep. got on about 10.20 and then it was like, oh, fuck, he went anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, McCarthy was probably close to top of the list if he was a free agent. So... Yeah, I don't know. I guess he mm. just wanted someone who was reasonable. Fair enough. And now I think after this, these te- these changes must have been made after the teams dropped. So I think so. Uh, yeah. DT87 got rid of Michael Hartley, uh, and picked up another Hawk in Damon Greaves, who's playing his first or second game, whichever way you want to look at it. Yes, yep. Um, you probably know more about Greaves than me. I think he had a decent average last season off probably not many games. Uh, I don't know, to be, to be fair. About, I mean, 80 odd kind of adjusted for extra time, but was it? not a huge amount yeah. of games. So, yeah, I think there's a little bit of hype there for him. But. Three games, average of 70. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I probably wouldn't have done it myself, but he's probably better than the guy who's not playing. Probably better than Hartley, yeah. Yes, he'll score more points. Speaking of picking up guys who may not be playing and dropping them for someone who is playing, you've got rid of Kelly and picked up Mr. Classic Hype Man, Trent Bianco. Yeah, well, yeah. This is a bit contentious because it's kind of made in mind of, you know, still loops continuing. Um. But now that's not the case. No, Commissioner's flexing his muscles. So, um, yeah, not massively happy about that move now. Uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, well, you know, I said we've got to wait till about 4 o'clock tomorrow before he, um, if we know if he's playing or not. Yeah. So the, you're saying he might be back on the scrap heap before he plays? Could easy be, yes, yes. There's mm. yeah, there's a ticket ticket with the commissioner. Right. Um, and then Team Awesome dropped Nathan Broad, who he only picked up a day before, and picks up Taylor Walker. The big Texan. He's hoping that the week's rest has rejuvenated the mustached man and he's gonna return to his former glory. Yeah, good luck against, with that. Against against Melbourne. Melbourne and May and their team defence, um, Taylor Walker's going to get towed up. Yes. 
anyway, um, probably not the most awesome selection. Yep. And poor old Josh Kelly didn't get picked up, so he's um, been unceremoniously dumped by the Gypsies. <laughs> and Mr. Handle, my motorbike man, uh, Charlie Cameron, has been picked up. Yeah, so I think Cameron's an ex-Gypsy before, so he finds his way back and forth on the Gypsies list each year. Um, once again, probably better than someone who isn't playing. So yeah, pretty sure Charlie enough. Cameron helped. Pretty sure Charlie Cameron helped me win a couple of finals last year. Could have, yep. Mm. Don't really remember. Right. Let me see if I find those scores again. <laughs> uh, Will Hoskin Elliott has been dropped after scoring 113 last week and being picked up for Michael Gibbons, who scored 54 as a sub. What's your thinking? Uh, like I was saying to you, off the air, take out the 113 for Hoskin Elliott, um, and he averages 61. And take off Gibbons 28 against Brisbane, the average is 68. So um, just feel like that 113 is really propping up Hoskin Elliott. And against Port Adelaide, uh, I think he's got a bit harder game than Hawthorne for Gibbons. What are you trying to say, mate, about my Hawks? Uh, probably the reason why you picked up those North players that you dropped. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> too. Easy bets. Easy bets. Fair enough. All right, now um, that's all the free agents and whatever. One trade. Uh, and, yep, and we'll turn to the other side of the page in just one moment. We'll get through to one trade. Alrighty, so as we mentioned, we have one trade this week, and it's involving two players who are no longer playing football. So, Stars, what do we think of this deal? Devin Smith and a fourth, eighth rounder going... Did I get that the right way around? Devin Smith and an eighth rounder for Jai Caldwell and a fourth. Yes. So, to Stars. So, what do we think of this? Um... Yeah, interesting trade, I think, kind of for Team Awesome. Um, he's obviously earmarked, I reckon, a keeper spot for Caldwell. What do you reckon? Will Caldwell be mid-only or mid-forward next season? Well, how many games have he played this year? None. One. Uh, was it one? Uh, hang on, let me yeah, see. you might be right. It might only be one or two. If so, two. then you would. Yeah, yeah well, he'd, have, he'd, he'd have to stay mid forward. Then you'd have to stay. You can't. You'd, they need a minimum of three games to see him change whatever, according to the magic formula that they talk about. Um, so yeah, so I mean, if he's forward, then that could be quite handy. Um, whereas Smith, on the other hand, um, he won't be back until during the buys. Um, can be a little bit injury prone, but. Um, averaging a solid 68. I think he's 72 if you take out an injury game somewhere. Right. There. So he's still kind of a low 70s kind of guy at the moment. So he's not what he used to be. Um, but for a team that's contending, that could be quite handy. So I think there's there's something there for both parties in that trade. So. So you're thinking Team Awesome might be waving the white flag already and giving up on finals and ready to stash someone already? You'd, you'd have to 
think so, yeah. And he, yeah, either he's putting the white flag up or he's just completely cracking the shits at Smith. Right. Probably a little bit of both. Could be, yeah. All right. Um, Well, that's it. One trade. Well, that's one more than last week and a few more RFAs and FAs to get through. So we've got something to talk about. So Jack will be happy, even though that you've come on and usurped his position on the on the potty. But I'm sure he'll get over it. He'll uh, get he over should, it. He should be in bed. Well, so should I. It's getting late. So um, there we go. So hopefully we'll have Itchy and Scratchy posting their ch- chat in very shortly, um, and we can get the potty out tonight. So back to normal. So yeah. Um, Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. So, do you want to have a quick chat about the, the new rules? Oh, I got some whispers. Oh, whispers as well. Oh, shit, I forgot the whispers. I'm the oh, whisperer. Right. No, yes. Well, that's a fair point. Um, yes, let's get whispering. Okay. So, there was got about four on a list here. Um, so, first one was Legless approached me trying to get a midfielder. Um, so it was after either Dersmer or Hopper. Um, and looking to sell me a defender for them, trying to say, hey, Crispin Laird are going to turn mid next season. Won't you be mid-heavy? Um, so I had to remind him that I actually kept five defenders, so it might actually balance me. All right. So, so that one kind of didn't get him very far. Kind of didn't get him very far, and I said, "Well, I've got a shitload of injuries, so how am I supposed to give you a mid?" So that one, yeah, didn't go too far. Um, I did contact Dave as well during the week to see if I could try and snaffle a forward off him, um, and he pretty well said, "Look, everyone other than Butters and Butters and someone else was." Off the table, let me see Martin who it was. Billings. Ah, Butters and Billings. No, Martin wasn't off the table, but I think he was probably angling that, or he was angling that, hey, if we're having a discussion about my forwards, we're going to be talking about your defenders. So I think Martin was on the table because he had um, grander ideas about some of my defenders, which, yeah, then we just didn't talk. <laughs> Right, fair enough. Because I could see where that was going. Yep. And I didn't like it. Fair um, enough. Aussie Merker has been on the blower to Slippery Gypsies, which would be a would love to be a fly on the wall on that one, wouldn't you, hey? Yeah, so he's uh, he's been contacting Slippery Gypsies, asking for Elliot Yo, um, and offered up Stephen May, Peter Wright, and a first rounder for him. Holy moly. So how go through that one again? So Stephen May, Peter Wright, and a first rounder for Elliot Yo. Uh, and he still didn't like that. Oh uh, pers- personally I wouldn't do that deal if I was slip. What's your thoughts? Oh, I mean, I know Yo's meant to be playing at a waffle this week, but I mean, when he comes out and plays half a game and then decides that it's all too hard for him to go again, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see the point in. I mean, you know what he can do, but I mean, I, 
Yeah. I don't know how old he is, but the way I look at it is slips still in a reasonable position at four wins, five losses. Um, so he's still been getting wins without him. So he can kind of take that risk just to see whether he gets back or not yeah. um, at the moment. And kind of if you look at that trade, well, getting getting right is negligible. He's really just a throw-in. He's, he's nothing. Um so it's really coming down to May and the first for Yo. Well, May's 30 years old. Yeah, probably, but... not, probably not a keeper. So, like, he's, he's good for a team that's in a window, slip in a window at the moment. Well, if he gets rid of Yo, who's really his upside to go from that next level, from being four and five to maybe six and three, um, then I don't think he is still in the window. So right. to do that trade, he takes himself out of any upside to really get himself a first rounder for for Yo going forward for next season because he wouldn't keep May. So no, I wouldn't do it. it May May shouldn't be in the deal and there has to be some sort of keeper type player in that deal for Slip to make it worth his while. Hmm, fair enough. That's the whisperer's thoughts. Fair enough. Um yeah. And then that slip has also been in discussions with Stars to try and get a ruck once Stars picked up Smith, who was free right. on the free agents list. All right. But, yeah. uh, I can't just, see that working. Yeah, nah. Just knowing, stars and, just knowing Stars and knowing Slip, that's not going to be a deal that they're going to be able to easily see middle ground. Slip wants a deal without giving anything up, and Stars... Says, well, I've got a player. <laughs> I'll hold him there. Yep. So, yep, no, I can see that happening. So, yeah, very interesting. Any, any other whispers that you've heard? Any approaches uh, to you? I've had a couple of people telling me I should just get rid of Mitchell and Green because they want them. Um, so, I've had that happen. Um, Star, not Stars, what's the other fellow's name? Legless. He. He, he was looking for a midfielder from me, and I said, well, are you sure you really want some of mine? Because, um, yeah, I'm sort of scratching to, to put how many, seven in the... Well, we got seven. Yeah, I'm struggling to find seven in the middle. Yep. So um, the ones that, well, apart from apart from maybe Maine, the rest I'm not getting rid of. And if they're not, I'm not getting rid of them, then they're not playing. So cause they're all on the bench. So he wasn't interested in Maine? Um, I don't think we actually got to specific players. Uh, I, he just sort of asked all my players' keepers or who's keepers, and I just sort of said, well, a bit early for all that sort of stuff. And he said, well, I need a midfielder. And I said, well, yeah, okay, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. There's been, there's, and there's been a you know, precedent set with um, Brayshaw for a second rounder. So if you want a mid... You have to pay for it in these times yep. when mids are short. That's right, and seeing as main averages twice as much as um, Rachel. That's it. Almost literally. Yep. No, he do does wanna, actually. Do you want to? Do you want to give up some draft collateral legless? I, I don't think you do. Well, you know, if you if you're serious about having a crack, then you know, this is what I'm talking about. Balls this is how this is how this is how it should work, guys. You know, team's not in contention. You give up a bit to get have your have your chance. You know, this is how it's meant to work. 
And the precedent's been set. Second rounder for a shit mid. So if you want to get something that's a little bit better than Brayshaw off um, old Hawker here, pay up, boys. That's, that's it. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, if you guys think you're going to win, I mean, um, what's, what's the first round draft pick going to help you this year? Probably not much. That's it. So there you go. Well, there's plenty of whispers there. Um, it's been, been a little bit busier, uh, which is good to see. Good to see. So we're, what are we, two two rounds away from the bye um, and a three-week hiatus. So it'll be interesting to see. We might have a couple of specials on during the break and, um, yeah, see what's going on. Yep, that's it. So, yeah. All right, mate. Um, all good. Very good. All right. Thanks for jumping on, and we shall catch you a bit later on. Will do, mate. Have a good weekend. See ya. What 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 night is it? Thursday, Legless. Thursday. Welcome to Thursday night teams. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the future. This mean I can get absolutely trolled on Friday nights again and know that I don't have to do a podcast. I just thought Thursday night teams would make my life easier. Oh, well, it hasn't. hey, it hasn't. <laughs> what are you talking about, mate? I'm looking at your team. There's green dots all the way. I think that team's fine. Right, have you changed some rules? Yeah, I've I've just gone back to the what the rules say. Well, have you gone back to what the rules say, or are you going back to what the oh, rules say? I just make up as I go week, along, because I'm the commissioner. We're going to do, do it a week after that. Like, have you got, you know, you figured Stalin it out? Did Stalin <laughs> answer to his, you know, his the people? No. <laughs> what do you want to No. And look at, look at Russia, the raging success that it is. <laughs> hey, they, they put up space first. That's true. They did. They got a dog to space, too, I think, first. What is it? Speaking of dogs to space, shall we... Uh, Go through this round's matchups. Let's do it. Finally, we've got Thursday night teams. We've actually got something to talk about that might be useful for some coaches. Probably not. Look, I'm sure we'll hand out some great insight and some lessons, and people will finish this podcast I, I, feeling I, I, better I, I, for what they round. Should be good. All right. So, first things first, we've got one of the new favourites coming up against last year's Premier. Mm. Dars first, DT87. Projections are close. Uh, they are very close because the is a very good team. So by virtue, you're saying you've got a very good team. Oh, I've just been lucky, I guess. <laughs> look, no, look, you said it. You heard it here first. <laughs> so what do we got? We got in the back line, just, wow, this is great. Newman returning has been huge. Coming up against the Hawks, I'm expecting him to have an absolute day out. Haynes is coming back this week and massive inclusion for you. Look, Mills has returned to the midfield because Rampy's returned. This is this defense is looking pretty solid. Hart, it's probably the That's one. Basically. There's two guys here that are good. The rest are pretty. Um... Yeah, yeah. Hart, it's probably the one you'd be a little bit wary of, and obviously Haynes is Haynes has been really down this season. Um, but look, this is where the points are at going into the midfield. Uh, there's probably three three mids in here that are in the top 10 fantasy scorers. Taranto, McCluggage, Walsh, and then Ellis has been banging down the door. He's had a couple of bad weeks that's brought him down, but four. 
and there's some powerhouse midfield. So that this is where I think it'll be won and lost for you. I still think Dave's confused every night before I go to sleep. Uh, oh yeah, well he's got he's got six of the best midfielders. You've you've got three. Three's good. Three is three is very <laughs> no one is complaining with three. Now, Nick Nat, average predicted to get 90. He's coming up against Matt Flynn, who's also projected to get 90. So interested to see if that, that, that that's not happening. Um, going into the forward line, Cripps doesn't play at home this week, so it'll be interesting to see what he delivers. We know that he's a bit of a flat-track bully. He loves the home ground. Fuck, he runs hard. I saw that game live uh, last, he does. last Sunday. He, I mean, not be good for fantasy, but he runs a lot. Well, look. Optus Stadium, 111. MCG, 46. Optus Stadium, 90. <laughs> Gold. G- GMHBA, 48. Like, I think there's definitely a pattern. <laughs> Correlation is not causation, Legless. Yeah, well, mm, flat track bully West Coast. Then I think the rest of that forward line, Isaac Smith's been an absolute gun, averaging 97. They're your boy. Yep, you've got my boy. He's going to pinch it, and the ruck is going to pinch it forward, pinch it back. There's, two, there's three things I love about Nick Blakely. One, academy player. Two, he plays at Sydney. And three, blonde hair. Yep. And it looks like he's got a little seedy Hitler mo there as well. And, you know, your love for Stalin, I'm assuming it's similar. Yep. Perfect. Now, Isaac Heaney, is he going to actually play this week? Or He'll break my heart. He'll break my heart. penciling in a late withdrawal. Uh, late withdrawal. Or just maybe get injured, punching someone in the head. Like last game at you know, 23, maybe he might score. Who knows? He's... His average is really skewed because he's had two injury-affected games. But when he's played full games, he has scored. So that's – can he stay fit has been the question for his entire – to uh, ask the question about Isaac Heaney off me. Um, they know that I love that boy so much. Yeah, and he's a gun player. I can understand that. And then the rounding out, probably Josh Battle as well. You've got Battle. So you're needing – I think, you know, obviously you need English, Devon – all right, new recruit, Devin Smith. Good trade. I, I, made, I made a trade this week. Very good trade. I, I thought it was good. There are, there are other coaches that had different opinions. I thought it was a win-win. I'm just happy I made a trade that didn't involve broadband. Yeah, no, that's true. Broadband or broke. <laughs> <laughs> so once you can get some of those forward backs, this back, forwards back, sorry, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a pretty scary team. Now, moving across, what have we got at DT87 land? Yeah, yeah. Zach Williams. What's going on with Sorry. Zach Williams? I'd, I would say trade him. I would say trade him while he's got defender status, but I don't think it matters. Um, it's just not getting it done. But on the bright side, James Harms was a, a early trade, I believe, in a long hold through injury. Back in that midfield, uh, Viney's still not in, so James Harms says, and all the way, Liam Baker show what he can do in the midfield when he's left in the midfield. Um, Look at Ash. Ash has been fantastic. And then Blitzhavs should be that ruck position still, so good scoring there. Was Baker a bit of a, like, what was the, uh, I remember the Baker trade was a bit of an interesting one, but he's kind of almost like a spare set of keys. It was a good pickup. Yeah, it was, a, it was an early pick, uh, early draft pick, and then wasn't quite performing to his preseason hype. But with a bit of midfield time in the last few weeks with all the injuries to Richmond, has shown that he's an excellent player. Yeah, I think he's a very, very handy player. He's got a future, so it was a good pick-up. Uh, got to be patient sometimes with these boys. You do. The midfield is looking rock solid. Parker, Guthrie, um, JPK, Greenwood, Langdon. Smith has been moved to the midfield, and James Aish 
bit of a it might have been brought in for someone potentially. Oh, you go. We got Neil and Rockliffe there on the bench though. So James Ahish is a very handy person. Just at least bring it in for a heartbeat. Matthew yeah, I think Flynn. M7 having seven. You take that. Oh yeah. Um, Matt Flynn. I don't think Mummy was named this week. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So he pumped out a hundred last week, and who knows what he could do against Nick Nat. Oh no! Uh, wait, Shane Muffin. Shane Muffin is in. He is an inclusion. Okay. He's on okay. the bench. Interesting times. Does um? Did you say that details seven needs a ruck? Yes. Someone yeah, that's going to be a number one ruck. Yeah, me. I love trades. Um, <laughs> Nick Hind. Gun. the fuck has this guy been? Absolute gun. Like, what was uh, he doing AFL-wise before this year? Did St Kilda just decide... Like, St Kilda were playing in forward pocket and he was dominating the VFL. No, no, this guy can Turns run. out so he is quick. Yes. So they've... So Essendon lost Saad and they've found this guy off the scrap heap for nothing and they got first-round picks for Saad. Great deal. Yeah. Um, Dodoro, the man. Never doubted him. Mm. Uh, same age, same super contribution. Wingard, Weller are you nice. The forwards playing in the midfield. Uh, Fogarty could get some more CBAs this week with uh, Cunningham, Cunnington. Which one was that? Went down to ACL. Yeah. Um, no, Fogarty's Cy- been a really good pickup as well. Side Pickett, it's just the play you want to watch playing foot. Like you want to watch Melbourne and have him in your team. Like it's a win-win. Yeah, he's been great to watch. He's been exciting. Um, so after after all that, Detail Seven's going to win this one easily. Well, looks the last round of looping, and he's got Braden Fiorini as his emergency. Look, look <laughs> given the amount of given the amount of guys that were axed from the Gold Coast team, including my first round draft pick, chances are Fiorini isn't coming in if he isn't playing this week. He's, he's, he's done, unfortunately. All right, next game: Manic Monkeys versus Ponyfish Islanders. And if you look at the Mate, past five I games, I didn't get a tip. I didn't get a tip. Said DT seven easy. Oh, I think you've got this absolutely pants down. Sure. Next game. So if you look at the last five games, it's a win, 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 loss for both these teams. So looking to bounce back, but unfortunately mm. only one can. Eighth versus first. So if you look at uh, old Manic Monkeys team, you do Manic Monkeys. So Luke Luke Ryan's been named. There was a lot of question marks about whether he would play, whether it, you know, do whether we have he would a press to do a spray. Oh, I don't think we need to do a spray on Luke Ryan. He's an absolute gun. It's just he's not been fit. Have a request for a spray for one of his players. Uh, surely he's he's up and about, coming off the back of four wins in a row. He can't ask for a spray. Yeah. His boys are absolutely living at large. That's the last game. He'll bounce back. So more importantly, look, Luke Ryan back. That's a huge in. I'm expecting him to score really well, averaging 83. He's just an absolute gun defender. Question mark. So you want to make sure you have an emergency would be my advice for if you've got Luke Ryan in your team. Darcy Burn jones against Collingwood should absolutely junk up. Riley Bonner is... Hmm, there's a question mark over Riley Bonner's name. So do we check that he's... Is he on the Sunday extended bench? I haven't he even, is on the Sunday extended bench. I haven't so, even got this open. I'm not even ready for the... Team. So just a watch and... Just to watch and act on that one. Um, yeah, at least we, then, we know before the Friday lockout, so you do have time to make an adjustment. Yeah. As you know, back in the old days where we used to. And Shannon, the other one is Shannon Hearn's been named. He'll play. And it has has Alex Witherden on the extended bench. Oh, um, mm-hmm. 
So just be interesting to see who gets dropped in that defence. So on the field, they've named Harry Edwards, Hearn, Rotham, Barris, Shepard and Cole, with Witherden on the extended bench. Well, I think Willow plays. He did I think play. he should play. I'm not sure who Harry is. He gets lots of the ball and he takes the kick-ins. He had one shocking kick-in, but apart from that, it seemed pretty solid. Yep. No, look, I like it. I think I think he should play. I, I reckon he should play. But just, again, two watches and acts there with two guys on the extended bench. Moving to the midfield, Kelly and Sheed both projected to get 88. I don't know how he's... I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'm expecting them both to probably... Kelly should go over 88. Sheed might hit it. Took Miller the huge inclusion. Coming up against Geelong, I still expect him to score. He's been absolute beast mode this season. Yeah, it was a big out last week. Yeah. Uh, the team looked a shell of its a shell of itself. Um, Blake Akers is only averaging 67. Brad Crouch. Now, again, be a bit of a watch and act on Brad Crouch. He did get a... I think he got a fractured cheekbone. He had to have some minor surgery. Yeah, he was. A, he pumped out a huge score last week, and not, and that was off. It was off for twenty minutes or during the uh, yeah. concussion test with that that hit to the head. So it could have been anything. Yeah, he could have gone absolutely ham. So and that could have been the difference between a win and a loss. And then Patrick Lipinski has been dropped. So probably just needs to make sure he's got someone on the bench there as cover. He picked up Cam Ellis Yolman in a week. Could he didn't get named? Got plenty uh, on the bench. Looking and very he's got Yes. So he could. He's, there's also some moves that he could make there, and he's also got Rory Atkins with an emergency. So he's obviously maybe he's going. Yeah, he's having a look at a loop there. He's, Fair enough. Yeah, he's got plenty of options. He's got a healthy bench, lock and load. Google Eyes, I think, might struggle against Sean Darcy. So, um, and they come up against each other. So interesting to see if that impacts the scores. Four lines, pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Good point. Four lines. So yeah, he did. He scored well. Forward line's looking pretty good. Dacos, Darcy, Higgins, side bottom. There's one concern, Jordan Ngoi. Is Jordan Ngoi going to be hanging out with Joffa next week? Well, they love the prison bars. <laughs> well, and they could spend time together behind them. Um, yeah, He's showing that real... he likes to put the finger in the place that you don't know, you know, you don't want to. The guy's been a real headache this this season for him, but I think you just got. It's probably just someone you got to hang on and. Hope, hope that he can sort of spark it again. Coming up against Port Adelaide, I'd be interested to see if this is the weekend that he can do it. Um, what have we got on the other side? Only Fish Islanders. Uh, so our number one team in the league. Coming yeah, off a loss last week, which is like pony. Mm. If he can bounce back, his, his midfield is... Sorry, his sub defence. It's looking pretty, pretty solid. But Laura Laird, Roy Laird, Chris Maynard's been a bit down of his... Usual output. Birch has been fantastic, and Harry Harry Cunningham as a uh, as a fill in there must be missing a few plays. He, he's yeah, he's got McDonald. Um, he's got McDonald and Young missing in defence. Yeah, so it's definitely a few starters out. Um, well, the midfielders: Duncan Hopper, Redden. Redden's been so good without Yo in there. Uh, Joel Selwood's been fantastic. Surely due for a rest soon. Uh, Liam Shields. Harry Wren is out with a hamstring injury, so that's looking to be like the old three to four weeks. So we'll be back after the buys. Probably needs to get someone in there that's going to be, you know, score. I don't see anyone on the bench that's going to score. Setterfield's in emergency. I don't see anyone on the bench that's going to score. Well, he's uh, got 74 last week and he's been named, so. And then uh, Angus Brayshaw, who, let's face it, it's gone past him, hasn't it? Oh, 
He scored all right last week, didn't he? Got yeah. 83. Okay, good on him. Uh, Tony Goldstein, what a gun. 104 yep. last week. Yeah, fantasy gun. Gun. Hall of Fame. It has been for a long time. Um, forward line, Josh Kelly. Kiss on the dick to have Josh Kelly up forward. Gray. Chad Warner is the uh, rookie that you want this year. And a, also a blonde-haired guy from Sydney. Uh, as is tradition. Although I reckon he's been peroxiding it. He wants to fit in a bit more. Yeah, I've been knocking on your door there, Pony, for that guy. Um, and Luke Jackson's back. The big inclusion. Mate, he is going to rip the game apart against the Crows. This could be ugly. Yeah, definitely. All right, who we got here? I'm going I'm going Pony. Yeah, I'm going Pony as well. I mean, Jim's just in the background grumbling. He's like, there's no way you can't tip Pony in this. Yeah. Pony number one. Flag favourite, I hear. Absolutely. Dollar one. Dollar one odds. Uh, right, what have we got next flag game? favourites. Oh, we've got the guy that's going to win and then the underdog. Slippery Gypsies versus Legless. Uh, seventh versus ninth. So the, the result here will have some... Big ramifications for the top eight. Yeah, he's still a few. He's still a few wins ahead of me, though. Doesn't take much to get into top eight, mate. Well, you got to win. <laughs> let's start with that. <laughs> All right, so let's go through Slip's back line. Jake Lloyd, gun. I mean, what more do you say? Noble. Noble's probably been a little bit flat of late. Um, still got a. He's still got a pretty serviceable average of seventy-seven, but oh, I think the last five seventy-four. So yeah, it just it's just solid. It doesn't doesn't give you a lot of high scores, but he gets it done. Jath has definitely been flat recently. Expect him to bounce back against Carlton. Carlton, are, let's be honest, Carlton are fucking rubbish. Um, so I think he'll bounce back here. Plus, he's worth three first-round picks. Taylor Duray, a very handy guy that he can slip forward and back, and he's got him back this week. He's going at 75 and is named, who knows where, Bevo's naming the Bulldogs players these days. So I'm assuming he'll be named at full forward and then play somewhere else. Going into the midfield, you see this guy, the most underrated player of all time, Jared Wines. I just think that, think so. I don't, I don't understand why people don't love him because he's going at 115 at the moment, and that is delicious. Petrarca's probably had a quiet few weeks, but still going at 107, and he should monster the crows. Uh, Darcy Parrish, move over anyone else in that Essendon midfield. He is the man up against North Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm a yeah. huge score here. Um, Jager O'Meara has Carlton. He's going at 75. Bailey Smith has St Kilda. St Kilda been reasonably easy to score against. Chera against the Swans at the SAG could be a tight tussle. And then Willem Drew coming up against Collingwood. So very, very solid midfield. It's got a lot of A-graders. Um, the Ruck against Andrew Phillips first Todd Goldstein. That'll be an interesting one. See how he goes. Phillips has Brian been, has been named, though. So a bit of a watch for that one there, Slip. Yeah, could 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 there be a trade on offer going around? Oh, there's always a trade with me going. Some sort of ruck trade? Would you be offering? Of course I am. I'm always up for a deal. Andrew, to be fair, look, Phillips is named as the number one ruck and he's on the field at the moment. Um, Brian's on the extended bench, so whether they go with two rucks, you never know, mate. You never know. It's probably safer to do a trade, knowing that you've got the right guy in the bank. I reckon. Looking at the forward line, Jesse Hogan, far out. Um, where's this been for the last four years? Doing coke. Yeah, smoking durries and doing coke. Averaging 91, 100 last week. Gun free agent pickup. 
Langford and Snelling both have North Melbourne, so I'm expecting them to score well. Bailey Fritch against the Crows and Zach Bailey against Richmond. Jeez, that's, that's some tasty matchups in that forward line. Um, I like it. And then, big one, he's got on the bench Tom DeConnick. Yes, the big inclusion. Is he being a bit cute by not putting the guy on the field? Uh, no, Tom DeConning is named with Pitney, so that hey, would be... Andrew Phillips is named with Nick Bryan. Yeah, uh, DeConning is named on the field at half forward. Probably, probably good just to just a one game to watch, and then don't do a pony and leave him on the bench for four years. Put him straight in to next week. Yeah, that's right. Thank him, and and he's got an early game, so he can be looped. All right. Uh, legless. How good is it to see Legless' team without injuries? Uh, everyone's what? back in the Where? defence. Where's that? No, Dawson, no, everyone's not Whitfield, back. Hell, Daniel. No, lock and load. Um, in the midfield, you got you know you like some McRae that's been just been averaging the uh, the quiet 117. If you don't mind, Hunter Clark, McGrath, Graham Hill, Tay Tay Adams back. How cute do you think? So, yeah, how wary should I be here? Is Nathan Buckley just being a cunt? or nah, should this I... guy's back. Knees, knees heal up fine. Long term, he's good. The uh, the Dane Zorko gift in the midfield as well. Going, he's going at 100. Wow. Imagine being a contender and trading him out. Um, Roll there, Brian. What's going on? Dead. Were you Absolutely concerned dead. that he wasn't going to get named this week? No, he's going to get named. Yeah, he'll be fine. Does he need a rest? Oh, he probably needs a rest. He probably needs something. He's he's not so doing he's a bit fat and slow and lazy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, forward line, Wicks is a not, not not a bad pickup there off the waiver wire, averaging sixty eight as a forward. Um, there's a lot worse forwards going around. Tom Phillips, Pell Pepper, Lockie Hunter, and Tim Membry. Another pickup was it this week or last week you picked him up? Last week. Last week, and he pumped out an 86, so, gee, that's a bad job from someone there. <laughs> At your bench there, just nice to see some green dots. Good on you. Yep, I've got, a, I've got an emergency in two lines this week. Does that make a difference? No. No. <laughs> Lock this one in for Slippery Gypsies. Well done, yep. Slippery. Congratulations, Slippery. Well done on the win, mate. Now, right. moving over. Congratulations, Disposable. Well done on the win, Congrats. mate. Um, great win. <laughs> uh, should be a huge win. Uh, a record win almost. Yeah, this could be this could be record breaking. Um, Boffer's team's great. Yeah, defence: Burton, Houston, Hardwick, Redmond, Rich. Why but... can you talk about Hawker? I'll be, I'll be too negative. No, you keep nah. going. I'll, I'll try and be positive. Going into the midfield, Penderbury playing a little bit more time forward, but they might need him in the guts against Port Adelaide. Rory Sloan, Adam Trelaw has been pretty bloody solid. Still going at ninety-eight. Ollie Wines has been. Absolutely beast mode this season. Jai Simpkin bounced back last week, so he'd been going really, really slow, but he had a massive game last week, so Boffer will be hoping that he can continue that form. Uh, James Cousins has, again, a great free agency pickup, 85 averaging mid, and then Tom Green rounding out as M7. So that's giving him coverage because Angus Brayshaw is currently... Sorry, Andrew Brayshaw, who should have been a captain, is currently injured. Yeah, I think yeah. hopefully not too long. It sounds like a week. Yeah, it'll just be the week. They're just resting. If him. not, um, if not, he'll be back after the buys. Yeah, too much of a hard surface at Optus Stadium. Would you say that track's probably a bit too flat? 
Uh, no, that's in that's in Adelaide, mate. Okay. All right. <laughs> so now we've got in the forward line, Fife, Gun, Hall, Gun, Laddams, number one ruck, Gun, Connor Rosie, bloody good. Lob, uh, 50-50. But that's a, that's a lot of guns there. And then he's got a few loop options with Shannon Hearn. I mean, is this being a bit cute, having Shannon Hearn on your bench with the emergency? No, he's coming off the injury, the, the old man calf. So I don't think it, well not with defenders versus Collingwood. You will not drop any of them. Sorry, um Blake Harbour versus Collingwood. Right, Blake Harbour sorry, sorry again. Uh Burton and Houston versus Collingwood. Redmond versus North. Hardwick versus Carlton. I'll be playing them and you've got Daniel Rich who's been averaging a six. So Hearn versus GWS. GWS giving up some of the most points to defenders out of any other team in the comp. Other than Collingwood. Other than Collingwood? So Collingwood give up the most. GWS give up the second most. North Melbourne? No, nah, not to defenders. North yeah. Melbourne, they don't they don't defend. The ball goes straight through the goal. You don't count Zebel. It's a good option to have, really. Um, Probably just play the loop there. But I don't mind having her on the bench, but you could interchange him for one of those players if you wanted to. I don't think it's been cured. I think it's a good call. All right. Well, it's a gun team. Do you want to go through the other? Oh, I don't. Fucking Jesus. All right. Um, Scholl's been good, I think. Yep, so he's coming off. He's averaging 80, but... Up a 68. Last, Playing at home, his, though. His last three have been 68. Um, Quainar is good. He, no, he's coming off an air. 58. Uh, Henderson. 85 last week. Averaging 68, so that's okay. Could be his best defender. Lever's been good at actual AFL-wise. Fantasy, not as much. And uh, Guelphie, good old points per minute man. I think his average of 56 has been affected by injury and sub, so you want to take that into account. He's actually not an okay pickup. Yep, I don't mind Guelphie. Midfield, we just look at Tom Mitchell. Has to bounce back after last week's putrid effort. Absolutely shocking. Um, oh, dear. Main, Parfit. Averaging 80. No, Chris Main. Just quietly. It's just a player that no one really wants on the team, but the people that do have him just think, you know what, this guy just scores points. Premiership winning Chris Main, I think you need it's to It's as simple as that. Person. Yeah. Do you have a T-shirt saying it is? Nah. Count no, I don't, want, I don't want his name on anything associated with me. <laughs> uh, hopefully, for all our classic teams, he bounces back after that 40. Looking a bit tired there, but you kind of expect that from a young fella. Stevens is in. Uh the big in, actually, for Hawker, because he would have yep. been struggling to field a team. He's just banking on Archie Perkins with the orange question mark. Surely he stays in the team. That is yeah. Might score another 35. Uh, George Hewitt is a handy inclusion, actually. I don't mind Hewitt as a uh, bit of a Chris Main type. Um, Tom Campbell. What do you think of Tom, Tom Campbell as a ruckman? Well, look, when he rucks, I'm sure he's decent. What do you think just of him as an AFL can. player? I don't, I don't buy into the hatred for Tom Campbell. I think when he actually gets an opportunity to ruck, he's a solid ruckman. So yeah, he's like 28. Just doesn't, yeah, he just doesn't get that option very often. Um, Impy's, I'd say that Impy's been an absolutely great pickup. I wish I had him in classic at the start. He would have made some decent coin. Uh, Motlop, Philthorpe, Schoenberg, who's actually looked very good the last few weeks, and Big Charlie Dixon. You never know. Could kick a big bag against Collingwood. Could do. 
Who is he? Who so he is a flat track bully. Yeah, he is a flat track bully. Defend at all? No, he just likes to get cheap free kicks in the back line. There might be some points there, but um, that's base. It doesn't really matter, does it? No, he's losing. <laughs> Moving oh, on. Oh, on. big one, this one. Yeah, Aussie Merker versus Team Awesome. So, 5th versus 10th. So, 10th and 9th, it's um, being myself, both on the same point. So, again, this is another big game for shaping the 8th. Yeah, you, you had the win over Aussie Merker last week, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Kiss on the dick. So let's have a look at Merker's team. Going through the defence, Bailey Dup, he's got this habit of getting like 70 points up until half time and then scoring mm-hmm. 10 points for the rest of the game, which as a coach, you pull your hair out. Um, Mark, for an, Mark for an FA pick, that's a forward yeah. defender. Yeah, been he's been excellent. a gun. And he's got a great moustache. But that the defence is really good. May's been good. Saad's been pretty good. Lukosius is a gun. Markov's a gun. Going into the midfield, Gaff, I expect him to go beast mode against GWS. Ben Keyes, just 103 average, if you don't mind. Ed Kerno, averaging 100. David Munn. Should, should, should have kept no, him. Oh, hindsight's always 2020. Um Mundy going at 96, probably only got 70 last week, which is low for him. He has been brilliant. James Jordan's been he pretty bloody good as 13th well. 13th round pick. Yeah, great well, pick we're up. all having a laugh, and I, you know, drafting, drafting dumb players like Phoenix Spicer and Riley Thilthorpe. Merkin yep. decided to get an actual good player like Mundy. Smart move, smart coach. And then he picked up James Jordan, I think the second week of, as an RFA. Just... Very good pickups. Florence been pretty bloody good as How well. That fit through the uh, the Hawker net. Florent. Um, James Jordan. Yeah, don't know. Do not know how that happened. Um, then Devin Robinson is your M7 there. He's he started to quieten down. He's probably getting a little bit tired as a young fella. Going into the ruck, Brody Grundy. Oh, don't need to say much more about Grundy. He's just an absolute pig. Uh, forward line, darling, kick a bag on GWS. Darcy Cameron, averaging. Tick under 80. Hmm. All right. Aaron Norton, star in fantasy and a star in AFL. Joe Danaher should 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 kick a bag against Richmond. And then Oscar Allen with a bit of the arm brace. So probably he's been named, but you want to make sure you've got a bit of a, def- a forward emergency in that situation. This is the tallest forward line we have in the Balls of the Ball League. Yep, and it's been one of the best scoring forward lines in the comp. There's a new definition for a Merker-esque forward line. We all want to be it. <laughs> That's it. That is it. So what have we got uh, on the other side? DT, oh, sorry, Team Awesome. Uh, what's he got here? So Sam Dockley's been coming along very nicely here with 100, 103 average, 106 last week. Asha Hawley averaging 90, which is not, not bad for the old fella. Uh, would you say hey, look, if he can stay fit. Look, I think he might retire if they win it. Ian Rampy, I wouldn't mind him having another three weeks off over the buys and get Mills back to keep defender status, but I don't think he will. Um, he can definitely score. He, he has bursts of scoring throughout games. Josh Rothen's been a very handy pickup. 100 last week. West Coast love the uh, chippy-chippy in the back line. Does he, he feel... get affected by Hearn's return? Um, you got McGovern out. 
yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just wonder whether there'll be a more defensive role. But, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, I think they just switched around. They definitely swing it. They, they'd love to chip backwards much to the um, you know, crowd's disgust. <laughs> On the line of Eagles fans that don't know football. Um, Jack Steele. Just Aimon, kick it. Just, just fucking kick it. What, who to? There's no one there. Kick it. Okay. Um, Jack Steele. One, he looks good. He's a good player, isn't he? Averaging 110, he is a gun. He is holding that midfield together at St Kilda. Yeah, I just love watching him play. Um, yeah, really good to watch. James Warple. What's the deal, mate? What's going on? I think he's dead. Yeah, spray? I think he needs an absolute spray. I mean, the problem with Warple is, right? So Can't, can't play with uh, We titch. see Amira yeah. and Titch... Amira out, and he's 100 and 100. Amira back in, and Titch back in. So I think Titch was missing one of those games as well. It's a problem um, because Amira is only 26, 27, and Titch is only 27, 28. So it's not like their careers are over. No. They still got a long. They still got a lot of football left in them. So that's the coach issue. Is it a Clarko issue? How many how many inside mids of the same variety can you play in the same spot? If you've yeah, got maybe maybe grow his hair out, not not look like Tom Mitchell might help. Yep, good point. But just get a bit of forward craft maybe, and then you can get some points there. Um, and uh, Trent Demont only the fifty three last week, but coming back from that long term injury will be definitely better for the long run. And he he is a good player, very much underrated. So looking forward to seeing what he can do for the rest of the year. Big boy McAvoy holding up the ruck stocks with um, Segler out for Hawthorne, and I believe it is that's it. It's only Ruckman. Yep, I only need one if you got a good one. You need a Ruckman? Uh, hit me up. <laughs> um, Tom McDonald, your boy, it's been fantastic. Havenar, if he could kick straight, he could have had 150 last week and won yep. the game for his team. Uh, that's, Mark a, that's, very free, that's a very Fremantle thing. Classic Freo. Uh, Mark Murphy's, you know what, hasn't probably to the end of his uh, career. He's been a good servant for us, uh, fancy-wise, over the years. I think this could be the end, unfortunately. Yeah, I just wonder how long they keep persisting with playing him. Yeah, not sure. And then Lance Franklin, who knows what he can do against Freo and their defenders. I think they're injured still. He can do a calf. (laughs) We'll find out. All right, who we got here? Merka. Merka for me. Yeah, um, I'm going Merka. Uh, the projections, strangely, the projections have Team Awesome well ahead on this, so I don't think the projections are quite caught up with the fact that key forwards score. Yeah, you got Oscar um, Allen with 57. Norton, 61. Joe Danaher, 72 for unders. Norton, 61 is unders. So I think mm. there's just two or three blokes there that I think are unders. And the one the one that's probably unders as well is dragging him down. Devin Robinson, 47. I Whilst he's not going to get you a massive hundred, potentially, um, you might not project him. But I think he's, I think he's good for a sixty-five, seventy against Richmond. Like that's well and truly project, projected of unders. But I still, I, I'm going Merca. Yep. Easy, and just like that was easy to pick. This next game will be quite easy to pick as well. Oh God, far out. There's, jeez, the top six teams are. Geelong, Vipers, first days are confused. So I, 
So you get to go through Hawker, I get to go through Vipers. Um, Still. Michael Hibbard, 52 last round. Dodie's been good, averaging just tick under tick under 70. Ridley, gun. No, it's not. Ridley's an absolute gun. Darcy Moore, 52 last round. Alir Alir. Alir should score really well this week. Um, he will Lovely. intercept Mark like a fucking slut against Collingwood. Defenders, string defenders. Um, so that's a great matchup for him. Won't help him, though. Um, moving into the midfield, Seb Ross going at 87, solid. Um, Mitch Robinson's been pretty good with the increased midfield time. Tui's okay. Cripps is back a bit. He scored 100 last week. Noah um, Anderson's been good. Average 88. Callum Ward's been solid. Tom Libertore's a gun. Libertore's been fantastic. A bit poor game last week. Yeah, but I expect him to bounce back once the umpires stop calling throws against him. Let him, mm. let him throw. Mm-hmm. Um, big question mark. Mark Pitney. If With Tom, Tom DeConning back in the side, I think the writing's on the wall there that Pitney is out. Yeah, I think it's time to probably knock on your door. Hey, it's open. He knows where I am. Now, moving into the forward line, Zebul. <laughs> Tom Atkins has been pretty solid, averaging 72. Tipper. I don't know, hit and miss. Bruce, miss and miss. And Alex Neil Bullen, well, look, depends what. He got 84 last week. What what Alex Neil Bullen did you get? Uh, I got the 40. Well, no, I think he got 20. Mm-hmm. I got the wrong one. Got, oh, he's got Jordan Sweet as an emergency there. He's got Riley Collier Dawkins there as well as a midfield emergency or Tucker, one of the two. That's as well. And then, then, yeah, so he's got a couple of emergencies. He's got some. He's got some a few cover. good players to come back soon. Hopefully after the bye. So there is hope there. For... No, because I've got to play him again. I don't want him to come back. I'm already his bunny. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's some confused. Just every, every week we just love his team. There are a few cracks on this show here. So looking at his defence, he's got the three guns in Shepard, Salem and Cumming. Sean Atley's been quite solid, averaging 80, but can throw him in the stinking, stinking quarter or stinking game. Jack Henry. What do you think of Jack Henry? I think Jack Henry is cover until he gets a midfield back, then he can move Tyson Heppel back. That is true. Um, Heppel's been fantastic. That midfield is just rock solid. Jack Viney is not named. I thought he would be, so he needs to find cover for him, but that should be one week only. Uh, Nank the tank in the in the rucks, 107 last week, averaging 83 is absolutely fantastic. And the forward lines, Martin Billings have been good. Michael Walters. Fancy days coming to an end. Mm, yeah, I, I I think career coming to an end, to be honest. He's just, he doesn't even, Freya, Freya have not been kicking goals. Ball enough. He, when he gets the ball, he's amazing, but doesn't seem to find it enough to get those numbers up. Uh, Brander, you never know what you get with him. He can be fantastic. He can be trash. Yeah. Miles Bergman, does he get named? I think he's named, isn't he? On the extended bench, there's a few ins for Port. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So they've got Houston returning, Lockie Jones returning, and Trent McKenzie, they've said, is playing. Oh, yeah, okay. Bergman could be gone. Yeah, right. I think you're right. As all good coaches, just bring in the old Jeremy Cameron, if you don't mind. Well, fuck. Can we... Which Jeremy Cameron? Is it going to be the Jeremy Cameron that played me or the Jeremy Cameron that played last week? One that plays the Suns. Oh, dear. 
yeah, don't, look, don't be cute. Get him on. Uh, easy win for days here. Yeah, I don't think it matters who he plays. All right, that's it. We're done. Long... Well, we did it. It's 40 minutes, but when there's so many green dots to talk about, this is... Uh, we've actually got something to talk about. It's not Fantastic. just, oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's playing. I don't know. Yeah. Wait for names. Wait for teams, then we'll find out. And uh, nah, fuck it. We've got teams Thursday night. Fantastic. And more importantly, excited for being able to be disappointed over the entire weekend after seeing a Friday school rather than being able to loop. That's it. Once your Friday's ruined, um, it's your weekend ruined. So, tough shit. <laughs> Well, right. it's good to have you back. Team, uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out.